you're listening to our first podcast of Connect and Power, which proves age is no barrier to growth and enlightenment. I'm your host, John, and this is my co-host, Darren. Please tune in each week as we break down complex subjects into bite-sized, enjoyable episodes that will leave you feeling informed, entertained, and ready to conquer the world. On our episode today, John, we're going to tell people and share why we chose Connect and Power as a name, why we decided to do a podcast, who we think it should be for, and lots of little fun tidbits. It's going to be amazing. But first, before I ask you to share a few things about how and why we got this started, I want to share a little bit about you, my fun sidekick over here. I met you back in 2021. And I remember you telling me, I like to play jokes. I like to play pranks, but fun, innocent ones. But guess what I've learned? What? I have to look out behind every door and every corner because I never know when you're going to pop out. So those are his little jokes. So as you can see, he has a huge sense of humor. He loves to make people laugh. And he is such an adrenaline junkie back in the day. He loved to go, what do you call it? The skydiving, but it's base jumping. jumping. Yeah, that's right. And what did you do? Base jumping off the prime bridge on a moving truck. Yeah, we did that once, but. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine that? that, Yeah, that's so scary to me. But anyway, besides that, you do, it's not snow kiting. It is snow kiting. Yeah, snow kiting, snowboarding. I want to say snow surfing. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, we do snow surfing. But you love the outdoors and you love to go hiking and get out there in the wilderness and really be with nature. But then one of your favorite things is to snowboard with your boys. And you guys have been doing that for years. And I love that you've taught me to do it a little bit. But my favorite thing about you really is I grew up around the world and I love to travel. And I love that you love to travel just as much and explore the other cultures and really immerse ourselves in the food and the people and just, oh, that's one of my favorite things. Living. Living life, exactly. But I really, yeah, if you wouldn't mind sharing people really why we decided to start Connect and Power, why it's such a powerful thing. Okay. Thank you for that intro about me a little bit. And and I think the reason we started it is because we do love to live life to its fullest and experience all that life has to offer. And I think one of the reasons that we decided to start it is because of my years and your years mm-hmm. in healthcare and, and some of the experiences that we've gone through, not only ourselves, but seeing some of the clients that we've worked with in the past and some of the challenges that they've gone through. We've seen a lot. We've seen a lot. Yeah. 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 And we, we truly both feel that life should be lived as long as it can be lived. And that doesn't mean until you're 50 or 60, it means way beyond that. And, um, and so I think we, we started connecting and power because we just started sitting down, coming up with ideas and ways to serve others and help keep people healthy and exploring and discovering all the things that they're passionate about. And we'd have conversations and we started writing on whiteboards all over the house. and <laughs> Not on the walls, actually. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Actual <we> spent, whiteboards. <laughs> we spent the last year or so doing this, and it's created a lot of excitement with both of us. When it's really seen other people and their situations, that was a huge part of our why, too, is the, the struggles that they were going through. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we, we strongly both feel that 
in order to keep ourselves healthy and in order for other people to keep themselves healthy, it's important to be proactive instead mm. of reactive. And what does proactive means? It means coming up with a plan on a regular basis, like insurance, like a lot of things in life that uh, give us that safety to fall mm -hmm. back on. And so um, being proactive and, and creating plans so that we can live life to the fullest and we want other people to do that as well. Yeah. And so can you share a little bit about our name, Connect and Empower? Because I know we, as we came up with all these ideas oh. and we struggled. Not you, just one or two or three ideas. We came up with a bunch of ideas, a yeah, lot. We, we settled on Elm. So share a little bit about the name Elm and then yeah. why we switched to Connect and Empower. Yeah, we really wanted a strong name and we wanted a name that went through transitioning and helping people and hence why we came up with Elm, right? It had two meanings for us. And as you described so beautifully, and I'll try to do my best, the elm tree, as it grows, it's in our earlier stages, right? And then as you progress through life, the branches grow, the buds start to bloom, and then the colors come. And we like to say the colors are, are the wisdom. We're in our wisdom years, kind of where you and I are slowly getting to. And then all of a sudden, winter comes, and they're going to fall off and, and do what they do. And the cycle starts all over again. The cycle starts the cycle all life. over again, right? And so we thought, gosh, it has so many amazing meanings. And for the other reason was you and I are recently engaged. Yeah. And my name is Erin Lee Sims. And once I take your last name, it will be Erin Lee Mills. Yeah. So that kind of, yeah. as we were sitting there laughing about it, we thought, gosh, how funny is that? Perfect. That it means both. And, yeah, and as perfect. we researched and we started applying for... Even before we applied, we were researching, making sure, hey, is it available on social media? Is it available even as a business? And could we do elm dot something or dash something? Or, and it was just like, oh my gosh, of course, everybody wants this name. It's just such a cool meaning and people can interpret it so many different ways. So we were a little, a little disappointed, but we we're like, you know what? Let's pray about it. We, we came up with a few other ideas and ran with them and got a little crazy with it and go, what about this and that? And, but it just clicked one night when we were just chit-chatting. Oh, I remember I was, I was in the kitchen doing something yeah. and you were sitting on the couch. and I was sitting there trying to type through all those names, trying to figure it out. And all of a sudden, it was like, it hit us. Yeah. We are trying to connect people with information and we want to empower them to use that information. Hence, connect-empower. Yeah, it was... It was so exciting. It, yeah. it just... It felt good. It, it felt, felt powerful. It did. And we both got pretty jazzed about it. And then as yeah. we researched and we looked, we discovered that it was available. And Gosh. I think it was a God thing. It and, was meant. Um, yeah, so... It was meant, for sure. And that kind of led us to our podcast. We've been talking about a podcast for a few years now. Just didn't know how to go about it, how we wanted to do it. And things, again, like you say with our name, it all just came in. And so, really, who is our podcast for? Who do we want to listen to our podcast? Gosh, all the ideas that we've come up together with the people that mm -hmm. could utilize it, not only from ourselves and our family members, but children understanding what grandpa and grandma are going through or mom and dads or Because you and I had talked about it. Yeah, yeah. You and I talked about we worked with aging adults, so let's make it for them. But as we started really diving into it, you oh, had yeah. a lot of insight. Oh, yeah, we noticed how information is power. And I think mm -hmm. that sometimes not having that information can create so much stress in families yes. and not knowing like what hospice is, what home health is, what, 
what all these different terms that the healthcare industry has out there. And so we thought about all the resources, all the people that we know, all the specialists and experts and, and how they offer so many wonderful things. They do. But the problem is really finding and, and creating a platform for people to have that understanding. And we thought about everything from children all the way up to people in their in their 70s or 80s just discovering what's going on with themselves or what, what they're going to face or how to stay healthy and fit as they age so that mm-hmm. they can ten- continue to live life to the fullest. And that leads me to some of the podcasts that we're going to talk about, right? Oh, yeah. What are some of those? I want you to share because those are going to be fun. I'm serious, of course. but Yeah, we're going to have so many different podcasts from what home health and hospice is to everything from podiatry to travel, travel to some really good tips on traveling. Yeah, to transitioning from your home into, say, an assisted living to there's there's so much subject matter that we could discuss. And we really hope that as we go on that our listeners out there will also email us or connect with us and let us know topics Mm. that they love to hear about and they love more information on because Mm-hmm. We will, we will definitely do that. There will also be some humor thrown in there. Uh, I think that we don't want this <laughs> yeah. just a serious thing all the time. We want to make people laugh. We want ma- people to make make us feel like we're creating a movement of information because so many times as people get older, we we get into denial, and if we don't talk about it, if we don't discuss it, if we don't listen to it, it's a way to avoid it. But well, not uh, exactly what you just said is why we want people to listen to our podcast, right? You and I have said at different times for many different things, as here in the U.S., and I'm sure in other countries as well, we want to make a movement. We want people to be proactive, right? We don't want it to be a reactive thing because we've seen so many families and heard people go, gosh, if I had only known, I -hmm. wish I would have known, why didn't I know? And so this is a platform where like, now you can know. Because we're all busy, we're all driving, running kids around, we're doing this and this, and you can listen to this in a car. You don't have to do research on your cell phone or your computer when you might have time. So really, we wanted this for people to listen, to make a movement, to be proactive versus reactive. We want to educate you. We want you to educate yourself and your neighbors and your friends, and really everybody can use this information, so share it, right? It comes back to, we were recently in Indonesia, and one of the things that was really powerful to us and reminded us of growing up, because we don't see it as much now, is community. So we really want to build that community. We want people to go, hey, I can talk to my neighbor. I'm open about this. Make that movement. and Help that neighbor next door, whether they need the help in their 30s because they had a tragic accident versus maybe now they're 70, 80, 90. And they're just an older adult that needs an extra little bit of, hey, can you check my mail? Hey, can you get my newspaper for me? Just bring that back. For sure. And we want people to be able to not only listen to this podcast once, but actually Mm. go back to the different podcasts that we have and use them as a resource to maybe they only have five minutes to tap into it, to listen to it for a minute. Yeah. But maybe they want to listen to it again or again or share it with somebody else and We'll be able to have these recordings accessible and, and people will be able to listen to these whenever they, they need to yeah. for whatever stage of life they're in. And I know I've done that with podcasts before, too. I'll hear something like, oh, that's a great idea and go back and then write my little notes down. So definitely it's going to be powerful. So now is the time to go grab a box of Kleenex if you're listening, because I'm going to ask John to share his story about Ken. 
and how he got in the industry after Ken and where his heart and his love for aging adult and really informing people comes from. But so why you get those bags and those tissues and get everything ready, I'm going to share a little bit more about John. Not only is he strikingly handsome, but he has a heart of gold. So if you've met this man before, and hopefully someday you will all meet him somewhere along the line, you will attest that, yes, I am correct. He does have a huge heart of gold. He will go the extra mile to help your family, to help anybody that he comes across in need. He's been in the industry almost a decade now. I think he says about eight or nine, but I just say almost a decade because it feels, feels like a long time, right? And he has such a thirst for knowledge. He just is constantly trying to find new ways to learn information, to gather it, to interpret it. So it's easily explainable to other people because there's a lot of jargon in there that we're like, what is this? And what is that? And what's the acronym and that? And so he really has a thirst of that knowledge, really just to take it and simplify it when he meets with families and say, hey, here, let me explain this so that you understand it and that you feel at ease about it. And then that's just, I love that Nothing about better. you. Yeah. So if you wouldn't mind sharing your story, so hopefully you have your Kleenex and get ready. <laughs> Pretty powerful. It started out when I was young. I had many experiences from neighbors that were a lot older than me mm -hmm. and a lot wiser, teaching me different things about life and just enjoying being around them and having conversations to early in adulthood, working at a assisted living for a while and and helping out, serving people there. But I never followed that in life. I was in natural gas for many, many years and enjoyed that as well. But I got into serving elderly people after I had been working for a company called the Disaster Response Team mm -hmm. and doing commercial sales. And I was going home one day after work from my job. And I, I normally stop at my post office box on the way to my apartment to go see my boys. And and there was a gentleman by the name of Ken that was down at the mailbox. And I had never met Ken, but he was down there getting his mail with his walker. And I said, good afternoon. And, and we had a brief discussion and jumped back in my truck and drove home. I went into my place and was hanging out with the boys for a few minutes. And I remembered I'd forgotten something in my truck. So I walked back outside to get it. And Ken was just walking up to his apartment, which was right next door to me. And I said, oh, I didn't realize had moved in next door. And he goes, yeah. And he explained to me that he had moved to Idaho to be closer to his daughter mm -hmm. to get some support from her to help with stuff like grocery shopping and so forth because he could no longer drive. And um, they had a falling out and um, Ken no longer communicated with her anymore. And so he was pretty much on his own. And he also explained that he had a steel rod going down his legs. Every time he went to get his mail, he was in a lot of pain. So I said, well, why don't I get your mail every day? I'm driving by that mailbox anyway, and I'll grab your mail. And, and he goes, I'd really appreciate that. And so we got to talking and eventually we built up some trust and some friendship and he gave me a key to his apartment. And I started providing a lot of other services, such as picking up his groceries when he needed them. And just checking in on him in the morning. And when I got home from work, I'd put the key in the door and say, hey, Ken, how you doing? He'd always have the same expression. I'm great like always. Mm. One day I put the key in his door and he goes, I'm not so great today. And I said, what's going on, Ken? And he goes, I just found out I have lymphatic cancer. And I know a lot of you, mm. including you and I, have yes. dealt with close family members that have gotten it's cancer. It's sickening, and, right? Yeah, it's such a tough, tough thing. And I said, Ken, 
You're not going to have to fight this on your own. I'm going to be there with you. Uh, we're going to beat this thing together. And so I'm going to try to find you some resources. Just be patient. And anyway, I first thing I did is I went back to my apartment and just sat down and tried to gather my thoughts and ideas of what to do. And I threw out a post on Facebook and said, hey, if any of my friends are spiritual, please keep my buddy in your prayers because he just found out he has lymphatic cancer. And this amazing gal named Ashley reached out to me and said, hey, I think we can help your buddy. And I go, how? And she goes, I work for a home health and hospice company. I didn't know what that was, but I was just looking for resources. So we met for coffee and I introduced her to Ken and uh, her company started providing service. And it was absolutely amazing, the physical therapy, occupational therapy, all the things that they provided. And I was so grateful for that. And I'd check in with the nurses and give them grief and say, you better treat my buddy with the issues. And <laughs> See, jokester. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things went on for a period of months, and then he transitioned over to hospice as uh, the cancer took over. And it was a tough time. I didn't I had never seen something move that fast, but, but it was, it was pretty strong. And, and Ken eventually wound up in a hospital bed. And one day the nurse was saying, saying to me, John, he doesn't have much time. Yeah, I just want to let you know. And I said, okay. So I went back to my boss, the disaster response team. And I said, Hey, my, my buddy doesn't have much time. I need to take some time off because I don't want him to be there by himself mm -hmm. when he goes. And, and so I sat next to Ken's bed and had the TV on and I, I talked to Ken. He didn't really respond to me, but I just kept talking to him and, and spending time watching him and, and being bedside. And, and I remembered all the stories about working for the Forest Service and how passionate he was about the outdoors. And I, too, am passionate about the mountains and trees and wildlife. And so I took my iPhone and I downloaded some sounds of the mountains and the trees and birds and a little creek. And I cranked my phone up and put it above his head. And I just held his hand and said, Ken, you don't need to fight this anymore. Mm. And again, I didn't even think he heard me. He was breathing really shallow, but he squeezed my hand and that was it. Mm. He took his last breath. And even to this day, when I share that story, gosh, close to 10 years later, it still sends chills down my body because it was one of the most incredible and powerful things that I've ever experienced and I've done a lot of, like you said, adrenaline sports and different things that I've always thought, man, I'm so cool. I'm so brave. But that was a moment that uh, was so impactful. So his family came in and they took everything out of his apartment and that left me a little post-it note. And that was really tough to mm -hmm. see it. There was this big void that was left. And I really didn't know how to cope with that because I hadn't really been there or lost somebody that close to me in a long time. And, and anyway... Uh, he moved high, started working again and hanging out with my boys and my pup. And about, oh gosh, two weeks later, I started thinking, how could I help more elderly people? Mm -hmm. And so since I was working for a disaster response team, I thought maybe if I start creating some disaster plans for assisted livings to support them mm -hmm. so that in, in the case of an event or disaster or something like that, it doesn't affect them too much. And one of the things I did is I went to a meeting where a bunch of amazing healthcare workers, they have this meeting on a regular basis called Friends. And I a went, great group. Great group. And I, I went there to just meet people and network to see how I could crack open these connections to these assisted livings. And 
And Ashley just happened to be there. And she introduced me to the owner of her company and we met briefly and she asked what I was doing there. And I explained what I was doing. And she said, I think I can help connect you with a lot of the owners and administrators of these facilities. And I said, that'd be great. And so we set up a coffee meeting and I went to go meet her for coffee. And she she brought one of her co-workers, a gentleman by the name of Tony Wither. And and, and I, you guys were meeting to create this plan, right? Yeah, to create this plan okay. to connect me with all these resources and just yeah. find out a little bit more about the disaster response team. And so after I gave my sales spiel and talked to them, they said, yeah, we can connect you with tons of people. And so I was really excited. But then they said, that's not the only reason we wanted to meet with you. And Uh-oh. I, I said, what else? And, <laughs> and so Ashley said, we want you to come work for us. And I was terrified because change is hard for me. Oh. oh, my gosh, change is so hard. You know that. Yeah. And, and so I said, I don't know. I don't know anything about healthcare. And they said, John, we can teach you everything about mm-hmm. what we do, the computer programs, all of this stuff. What's your heart we're interested in? Because you can you can't teach that. You I either, told you a heart of gold. You either you have got that it or you don't. You got it. That was that was so flattering. They sent me over a proposal. I shared it with some people that I know, and, and the people looked at it and said, "Yeah, John, you're designed for this." Mm-hmm. And so I've spent the last almost decade, like you said, Aaron, just spending time connecting with people, pretty much in a sales and marketing role to try to get them the resources for home health, hospice, personal care services, and in-house calls, physician support services, and met, met with the clinical settings of hospitals, skilled nursing facilities, and doctor's offices, and assisted livings. And it's been great, but my favorite part of the role ever was always sitting down with a family mm-hmm. or sitting down with I, somebody with whatever stage of life they're in, sometimes they were in their 50s and they just had a car accident or a stroke or whatever and just let them know the resources that were out there. And it's been an amazing journey. The employers I've had, the people I've worked with, it's, it's been so incredibly impactful. So you and I decided to, through all these conversations, do something that we could continue to grow that in a way that we felt um, would fulfill our passions. It'd be impactful to people, right? Really make a difference out there where we try to do um, every day. Yes. So that's a little bit about me. I want to share a little bit about you um, before we get into your stories. Aaron, too. Aaron, too, is just beautiful from the inside and out. And, and I wouldn't be doing this podcast without you. I wouldn't be doing this business without you. But we, we through our discussions and our creativity, mm-hmm. I feel like we can't fail because we both are just we are just so driven to support and help others. Mm-hmm. And this is a huge way we can do it. And I, I could have those conversations with you daily. We go out on so many adventures <laughs> and we discover so much about life that we both love. And we want others to be able to do that too. Not at only any age. At any age, not only when they're young mm-hmm. and um, when they're in their 20s or 30s, but I want people to do the things that they're passionate about and they love all the way well into their 70s and 80s. So. Karen, please let everybody know your story because it's very similar to mine. And I think that's no. in a way, a way God brought us together is to. Yeah, a very similar to yours. It goes back to childhood, right? It goes back to my mom was very big on volunteering, very big on making sure we, we were raised being very charitable and humbled. And which I'm so grateful for, but I remember we had adoptive grandparents where we would show up. Did they need 
um, something in the house fixed? Did they need something mowed versus maybe it's just a conversation and bringing a meal together, right? Versus our church, we would go to seniors, the senior centers at the time, and we would sing Christmas songs or go into an assisted living and just something to brighten up their world. And of course, I can be a little hard-headed sometimes. And no, you. I think I think the big man had bigger plans for me. And I was like, nope, this is what I'm doing and took my life this way. And it wasn't until my ex had gotten into a motorcycle accident and brought me back in this direction of being more humbled and, and back into the charity world and really opened my eyes up. Gosh, Aaron, you're a force. You can make a difference. You're someone that can make a change. And I ran into a lot of struggles we see our families run into. The lack of communication between a doctor, the nurses, the staff, between each other. And it was it was really hard. I was like, I, 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 if it wasn't for family and friends, I don't think I would have gotten through it. And particularly a friend of mine named Churchill, he's, his family has been in the industry and home health and hospice for a long time. And I would ask him questions. What do I need to do? And we have the VA. And it was like, why aren't you using the VA? I'm like, I don't know. Somebody help me. Yeah, yeah. And so really guiding us down that road. And in the meantime, I, like I said, I was going through a divorce and he had said, hey, I know you're looking for work. Your story, you've got the heart. I can teach you. You're teachable. So would you like to jump on board while we start this new part and to go to the caregiving? I was like, oh my gosh, what am I getting myself into? But as, as I do, I throw myself into it. I'm like, okay, you're going to do it. And you're going to do the best job. You're going to become the caregiver. You're going to take the courses, figure out A to B to Z and how it all works and really immersed myself. And wow, there's a lot out there that I did not know in our healthcare. And so it really opened up my eyes and I wanted it to be easier for families. Similar to you, right? I wanted to be able to take all that information, interpret it, and then translate it going, hey, we've got your back. This just means this. Don't worry. We'll get mm-hmm. through it. Yeah, yeah. And that led me to my dad getting sick, really, and having the opportunity to move to Idaho and starting my own caregiving at the caregiving company at the time. And I came here in Idaho and met a lot of amazing people in the healthcare. They were nothing but supportive, welcomed us in, welcomed our company in. And here I am doing a podcast with you. Yeah, that was right before COVID. Right and before COVID. Yeah, that was, was starting. You, you had started such an amazing company too. And it was yeah. sad that it didn't continue, but that was because during COVID, things oh. became so tough. Everybody was scrambling back and forth. Trying to, to find workers. Oh, yeah, trying to find that employees yeah. that were willing to go into people's homes to help support them with with different challenging yes. illnesses and so forth. It was tough. Even healthcare, large healthcare companies, home health and hospice companies yeah. struggled to figure it out. So I had to say goodbye. And that was the hardest thing. But also it was the greatest thing because I met so many people, reopened my passion of really yeah. not just helping our aging adults, but everybody in general, right? For sure. And that's that's how we met. Yeah, it's a funny story, actually. Yeah. Do you want to share it? Or no, you, you do it well. Oh, okay. It was it was crazy how yeah. it, it came to be because it was during COVID. I was doing sales and marketing for a home health and hospice company. You owned your, you, you had your brand new company. This doing is actually PCS. our coming out. Yeah, yeah. Where you were, where you were launching your company yeah. and, and so forth. And what we found was, was during that time, there were so many people, as as you all know out there, mm-hmm. there were so many people that were locked down in their assisted living facilities and families and friends couldn't go visit them there. 
because of the risk of the vulnerable age levels and getting COVID and spreading, spreading COVID that. through facilities mm-hmm. where it did happen. There was a lot of loss of life during that time. And, and so we noticed that there was this massive amount of people that were starting to become depressed because when you you keep people locked into a facility and they can't visit their family and friends, it's a tough time. Oh, for sure. And the whole healthcare group of people that are here in Idaho got together and they started coming up with creative ideas on how to entertain and bring the spirits up of these people living in these facilities. And one of the things was we started doing inflatable parades. And Oh my gosh, I can't dance and I don't <laughs> I don't like dancing and being in goofy outfits anyway, but but it was worth it to me. It was worth it to bring these people's spirits up. And so I went out and purchased a big sumo inflatable sumo wrestler costume and and Aaron, you had, a inflatable I had an pig. inflatable pig. And there was a huge group of us that met at this uh parking lot to get ready to join together and go to drive to each one of these locations and play this music and dance. And I had noticed you and your incredible blue eyes and, and this crazy pig outfit. And <laughs> it anyway, <was> pretty big. <laughs> anyway, we, yeah, so it was mine. <laughs> so we climbed on the bus and to go to our first location and you started connecting with people in such an amazing way. You're just so social and mm-hmm. you started sharing a little bit about who you were and your story. And And I was tuned in, listening to it, just out of curiosity. I was curious about who these new people were, because I pretty much knew everybody else on the bus. And you were sharing how you had traveled all over the world, being a military brat. And you had talked about your, your drive and your excitement for not only serving people and helping people create solutions to Mm -hmm. better their lives, but the reason being is because life is worth living and you want, and, and you were so into exploring and adventures and mm. tasting different foods from different countries to seeing the beauty that, that everything has to offer. And, and we want everybody to still be able to do that no matter what their age. No matter what your age. And so we're here to empower you. We're really here to give you the knowledge and how to empower you to still be able to do that. Yeah, and connect you with the resources because yes. there's so many resources out there yes. that will provide support no matter what what area of life you're in. Yeah or the challenges that you face. And so as I listened to this, I was like, gosh, this is a pretty neat person. And so we started meeting occasionally for um, business meetings to figure out how to support each other. And that led into a close friendship and and where we are now. Let us hear to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but one of the things that early on in our discussion you had talked about, and I'll never forget this word because I think it's so impactful and meaningful, and, and I'd love for you to share it because it's mm-hmm. something pretty important to you, pretty important yeah. to us. And can you tell, talk a little sure. bit about the word fika? Fika, yeah. Fika is a Swedish word. And really what it means is to slow down and, and get something warm like a coffee or a tea and connect with people, stop and make that time. And when I was creating Val Home Care, the caregiving company here in Idaho, I wanted to do it different. I didn't want to be like other the companies where they're throwing old people and this is your life. We know we're getting old. Don't throw it in our face. So I wanted to really have a calm effect to it and really bring, bring people together. And so FICA, to me, I interpret it as just slowing down. Slow down. Take that time. Whether it's picking up the phone on a drive instead of listening to music to connect and go, hey, how are you? Versus stopping someone or you're out and about hiking or when you're travels, ask people, hey, I'm so and how are you? Take connect. that time. Connect. Yes. Form a community. Yeah. Yes. 
really because I feel like sometimes we're in a bubble. We're going to say something wrong or something happens and it's, it's okay. Or life has changed so much too. The pace of, of things mm. and the way that we can grab information and have conversations. It feels like everybody is so, we're in such a rush all the time. Yes. And, yes. and so the problem with that is we almost become a little siloed. Mm. We, we think, oh my gosh, we have to be working two jobs. Mm. Or we have to have this huge house or this fancy car. We have, to do, we have to do all these things. Or life is just busy trying to survive. We're trying to survive, exactly. Yeah. We have a bunch of kids we're trying to take care of and meals to cook. And it's become a two-person yeah. wage-earning society. And, and so it's become tough. And and so what ends up happening is a lot of times people, they start dealing with anxiety and fear and, and some of the podcasts that we want to, mm-hmm. we want to have too, discussing anxiety and fear and all these things and challenges with that. And, but Fika, I love Fika because one of the things with Fika that you've taught me is, is instead of feeling rushed all the time, instead of just, just always on the move, slow down, make sure you're connecting, mm-hmm. connecting not only with your children, but your spouse and your friends and, and taking time to have those deeper discussions mm-hmm. about who and who you are, where you are. And you're what, not going to be perfect you, at it, no. right? We're not going to be perfect. It's just something to strive to. So it's a challenge I'm putting out there to Fika, Fika more often. Yeah, yeah, really for sure. Fika. Really. So before we wrap this up, I wanted to maybe share a couple things that are coming that we have available for our listeners. Yeah, I'm super excited. One of them is our sound baths. Yeah, those are pretty neat. You want to share about that? I, I've i never been interested in participating in a sound bath. And then one day, several months ago, you invited me to a sound bath to experience it. Our first together. Our We've first never together. done it. And I was laughing because I've never been good at meditating. And I'm one of those as a busy mind. So I'm always yes. on the go. And Fika is very difficult for me. But I said, yeah, let's go check this out. And so we went uh, to the sound bath by this friend of ours that doesn't name Brittany. And and it was it was so impactful. It was such an interesting thing. We laid down next to each other on the floor in this in the studio with a whole bunch of other people and and sitting or laying down or whatever. And yeah, and it's where the the sound is at a certain hertz, and it for whatever we're needing. If yeah. Whether it was an anxiety, this one I think was a rebirth. I believe it was yeah. a re-energize, get rid of the old and the bad, and yeah. rebirth yourself, yeah. start and, over. And so, and so. Um, it was something that I, I wasn't even aware of that, that would be impactful or have any yes. effect on me. But for an hour, it w- went by so fast and it was so calming. I did not move, which is unusual. Yeah, yeah. It was a crazy experience <laughs> and uh, paired with her, her voice, she has an amazing oh, voice. Wait till you all hear it. It yeah. is incredible. So we have this incredible, easily navigable, is that the word? It's going to be downloadable. Yeah, downloadable It'll be on a our website. Yeah. And there will be a few for anxiety or a few for hospice, hospice people, pain. yeah, pain to just help people when they're going through sometimes types of different yeah. transitions and they just need to calm down and listen to these. So we have those available on our website that will be downloadable. We have some amazing resources on our website. We um, have some questions. So as we go on through our podcast. We will have guest speakers that will be on and then we'll have a list of questions below that you'll be able to purchase things that will be like, hey, ask these. Because sometimes when we go to the doctors, you forget. Yeah. So if you're going to find a new provider or if you're going into an assisted living, yeah. there's some things that maybe you guys aren't aware of. And so what we wanted to do is we wanted to make sure that we gave you the opportunity to 
download certain things that mm-hmm. you can ask ask when you're there that are really really important that, that will important. affect the success when you're in those facilities or you're trying to find a new provider yeah. or seeing a cardiologist or whatever we have a lot of creative things on our website yes um, we're super excited and we're so ready to get all these fun little things out to you guys there's yeah, a lot coming we'll be able to offer you consultations or we're going to Gosh, there, there's a bunch of stuff I want to share right now. Yeah, but, we just can't. Hold yeah, on. We can't right Hold on. Now. That'll um, be in future podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So we want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen today. Thank you. This is going to be a journey for you just like it is for us. There's so much out there to learn and to gain and to share, and we're super excited about it. So if you look below, our website is www.connect-empowered.com. Yeah. And there you can also sign up for our email that will come out weekly and new podcasts that come out. It will inform you of new products and new things that we have coming. We also have all of our social media you can see down below. So follow, share. Oh, yeah. Please connect with us. Yeah. It's it's going to be fun. It's not just going to be a serious podcast. Yeah, over, we want it fun. We want it fun. But we're going to have a discussion sometimes where we're doing interviews. Other times it may be just one of us just yeah. talking about our challenges with adjusting to life and some of its frustrations. And like you mentioned earlier, send us things you want to hear about. Oh, for sure. Topics that you're confused or maybe going through or had gone through and you don't want other people to go through, send us. We're here. We're here for you to share this information with others. Yeah, yeah. We're so excited to connect. This is not just in Idaho. This is nationwide. So um, we want to open this up and help people no matter what age you are, what state you live in. We're here to support you, to encourage you, to help you navigate this world. Mm -hmm. And we're excited to learn. There's so many people that I can't wait to listen to and learn from. We're not just expecting you to grow, but we're expecting to grow as well. So thank you for taking that time with us today. I I, I appreciate you, John, for being here and and doing this with me. And thank you again for everyone for listening. And I'm Erin. And I'm John. We'll see you next Wednesday.